Ladies and gentlemen, go to the bathroom, change your diaper, and get the popcorn because it's the Free Speech Forum Podcast episode nine. Let's go! All right, nine. Yeah. Here we go. Let's get ready to rumble. Hey, glad to be here. Glad to have you. Glad to have you. Glad this, to have all of you. Glad the, to see everyone. This is the only place to be. This right. is right the only here, place right to be. Now. Yeah, Hello. and we are thankful that all of you guys are here, whether you're live or watching, uh, you know, after the fact. Uh, just to start, make sure you guys Appreciate it. subscribe. Give this video a big thumbs up. This so we can get our reach out there. That would Absolutely. be fantastic. We lost our viewer. Oh, no. I don't know where <laughs> Oh, I did tell him go change his diaper. All our, maybe, all our, all our viewers are in the that. future. Like they're in the future. They're gonna see hey, this. Yeah. Well, uh, it's been. Uh, it was a. Well, we were gone. Week break, and now we're back. It's good to see you guys. I didn't see any of you guys for two weeks. I know. Yeah. I, I don't see you guys at all anymore. I know. Except I, for this. I, yeah, I don't know where you are. I don't know where anyone. It's a good place to get caught up, though. I reti- I retired. <laughs> I was at the beach, soaking up the sun. How about tan. You, you know where you I was? I was. I spent a lot of time in bed. I spent a lot of time sleeping. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Were you alone or? <laughs> if you're alone, that wasn't cool. Never Listen, mind. was there an artist with you? <laughs> okay. I don't feel at will to you know tell where Let's other people were. So, but you know, I I spent some time sleeping in late. You know, waking up at eleven o'clock. Wow. You know, how do you do? Doing that? nothing but sleeping. That's awesome. Nothing but sleeping, so you know. Uh, how's How's Rick Fresh and Stinkin' Jenkins doing? Oh, I haven't um, seen those guys in a while. I haven't seen them either. Like I said, I've been sleeping until eleven. They, I retired. You know, <laughs> you retired too. Listen, <laughs> where you been? Like, you need to come over to my house. We have and a, fix my three D printer. <laughs> hey, well, we'll work on that. Okay, we'll work on that. But yeah, so we've got two topics. the uh, The White House is flagging uh, content that is. Not uh, flaggable. Sounds like censorship to me. Yeah, it sounds terrible. Smells to me. like it too. I think yeah. they should. And then our second topic, we're going to be talking about, um, you know, owning a uh, real estate empire. Our uh, empire owner John over Mr. here, Mr. John Shirley. He's yeah. going to probably give us some fantastic insight on that. So hopefully you Slum guys, Lord Millionaire. <laughs> hopefully you guys will stay around for that. And uh, yeah. So. Uh, so take us out, Brooks. Take us on. Why do you say take us to the next segment? What is this? What is this? Whoa! What what did I just say? Look alive! It's not safe over there. His name is Royal (laughs) Tenenbaum. We were on the same team. Can we read it? You know, I'm a widower myself. Some face swap action right there. What? Just happened. Not really sure what that was. But I think that was John Sherman. All I'm offering is the truth. I'm so confused. <laughs> so what is going what? on? What is this? <laughs> it's it's Brooks. Oh. My brain did not, could not process this. Brooks, I didn't know you knew karate. Yeah. Keanu Reeves. Just call me Keanu. Keanu Brooks. Look at that. That's fantastic. That was just fantastic. Where's mine? That's one of my favorite movies, too. This is me! This is me! (laughs) Harry Potter. Jerry Potter. Jerry Potter out here. My kids are going to love this. This Can you imagine what to attack children? Oh, that is beautiful. Maybe Maybe a Taco Bell. (laughs) Away from me. You're not allowed to do magic outside school? Yeah. Try me. The Patron's Charm. Hey, Knox. That looks just like me, actually. Awesome. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Our man, Bob. Bob Hart. 
Look at this. Chain mail. I'm pretty sure this is like real. Sons of Scotland! I am William Wallace. You, you look good with a pen and face. And I see a whole army of my countrymen, but they'll never take our freedom! Is there any way we can go back to the first one? I was so, I was so confused with what's happening. I was like, what is going on? My brain just like, oh, okay. And then I got like a Jufro going. <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't say that. You're going to offend someone. I, I am part Jewish. His name is Royal Tenenbaum. You're on the same team. Oh, man. Can we read it? This actually happened. You know, Me and Owen I'm a widower myself. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, that. Pixel Joe. That was very unexpected. A, thank you. Thank you. Mr. Creativity. Sure. Way to go, Joe. That was cool. Well, uh, Brooks, do you have anything to tell us? Anything special? I think it's time for funny videos of the day. So. Oh, this is my favorite segment. Funny, funny videos, videos of the day. Um, we got a hilarious video coming up. It's uh, it's hilarious. called It's called Rockstar in the Making. And it makes me think a lot about... Uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and uh, I hate the those. different kind of jellies you can put on there. So here we go. I hate peanut butter and jelly. It's amazing that dogs have come so far that they can do stuff like that these days. I'm I mean, I'm glad I didn't that's watch the dog train. I think that's a chimpanzee in a dog's outfit. My dog can't help but just shit in the hallway constantly, but this dog's playing drums. Like, wait, wait, that was your dog? Yeah. That shit in my hallway? <laughs> yeah. Beating on a bongo like a chimpanzee. Yeah, thank you, uh, Ger- German Shepherds Forever on Instagram for that. Uh, Good job. German Shepherds keep, keep, keep at it. All right, now we, we've got a second video coming up, and um, this one is especially clever. It's called Guy's Night Out, and what you're going to find out, there's really an Elvis connection in this. Okay. Oh. All right? So let's see what happens here, and I'm going to tell you what really happened. So why don't you go ahead and roll this video. You're going to tell us what Because really the girlfriend happens. comes in to check on her boyfriend. There she is. Everything. That is not yeah. me. That now, was not me. We got a chop feed there, but here's the backstory. What really happened? These guys had gone out to get their COVID vaccine, and they went to and the wrong happening. house, and they got a, a what was called an Elvis eight ball that Doctor Nick would give him before a big show, and it was a mix of heroin oh, and they cocaine. Got a, they got a case of the sniffles. Yeah, huh? so oh. man, they got that shot, and they didn't know what to do, so they ran back, took half their clothes off, and started playing music. Oh. Yep. Okay, Play just rock band. Just so everyone knows, that was not me. I did not take <laughs> heroin and cocaine or whatever you said. Hey, look, it looked very much like you. Don't I'm just saying, I don't do heroin or cocaine. <laughs> not together. Not anymore. Not together. Oh, not together. Not together. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you okay, got to. You got to speed up. He said, and. "Calm down." He did say, "And." Yeah, if if it's together, not I've already just that. moved on to math. It's just it's easier. I mean, if you don't work in a government building, you you can do that. I can. Government. There you go. The people of That's Alabama why you don't sleep understand. Anymore. I know. I'm up. I mean, it's just so wonderful being retired, guys. Like, let me tell <laughs> just you. Just play video games. I know. Day. And I think, like, I, I laugh at myself, like, they're at work wearing masks right now. <laughs> you should have seen me and my... I can cut my grass whenever I want. <laughs> you should have seen me in my cute polka dot mask today. It was cute. I was playing was Age of Empires earlier. I don't even know what that is. I actually streamed Age of Empires on on uh, Twitch. I did the first ever free speech forum Twitch stream. Oh wow! What is Age cool. of Empires? It is Age of I didn't Empires. Even know we had two. a Twitch account yet. I just made one. Nice. It's Age of Empires two. It's the best real time strategy game ever made. And boys are back. I crushed the Chinese. Fantastic. 
So this sounds like our first music segment yes, right here. Yes, this is because we were off last week, but now we're back in town. There right. we go. They missed us. Where are we? Back in town. Fantastic. That's what I like to hear. Hey, Bob, where are we? We're owning this planet. That's where we are, baby. But we're back in town, right? Yes, sir. We need to get <laughs> Thin Lizzy on the podcast. So, for me. Um, Brooks, I feel like um, maybe you might be the best one to introduce us to topic number one. Yeah, so uh, there's been some censorship going on to me. Uh, the White House uh, came out and said that they're going to flag problematic posts for Facebook. And uh, this seemed pretty concerning, you know, given the reach of Facebook. And they also own other social media platforms such as Instagram. So I thought we'd just jump over. and Oh, uh, and you know what? One thing. The most nefarious part of that is the word problematic. Yeah, how do right. you define problematic? How do you define that problematic? Anything that could come out of anybody's mouth about any subject. What's the definition of problematic versus saying if we hear the F word, we're going to edit it out? Right. No, it's problematic. Mm. Who defines that? That's what I would like to. All be. right. So let's jump into this first video from the White House press secretary. So I have an important question to ask once this gets, gets going. Gosh, the, the White House IT is just terrible. Jeez. Their videos don't even play, and they're trying to flag pace, Facebook posts. Who's going to flag that? Because I feel like their videos might be a little problematic. I just want to know, like, oh, her face is problematic. That's one thing I'm noticing. Would you flag her? I would flag her. I would flag her, too. <laughs> I would I, I would wrap her up in duct tape and throw her on the side of the road uh, oh, if you want to go that far with it. I'd be a little She's nicer. problematic for sure. That sounds like a problematic statement. I'm going to have to flag that. I imagine that she's saying, like, look, white nationalism is the number one threat to the country, and all the white nationalists on Facebook are in serious trouble. We're going to mark their posts and report you to the local capitalist police oh. agency. This is a real customer story. Jack and Barbara, professional Fantastic. wildlife Jack photographers and DNA customers for 30 years. Thank living you for our sponsorship, Jack. Jack. Can you talk a little bit more about this uh, request for tech companies to be more aggressive in policing misinformation? Has the administration been in touch with any of these companies? And Is that TJ are there any actions right? that the federal government can take to ensure their cooperation? Because we've seen from the start there's not a lot of action on some of these platforms. Sure. Uh, well, first, we are in regular touch uh, with these social media platforms. Platforms uh, and those uh, engagements typically happen through members of our senior staff, but also members of our COVID-19 team. Uh, given as Dr. Murthy uh, conveyed, uh, this is a big issue of misinformation, specifically on the pandemic. In terms of actions, Alex, that uh, we have taken or we're working to take, I should say, from the federal government, uh, we've increased uh, disinformation research and tracking uh, within the Surgeon General's office. We're flagging problematic posts for Facebook uh, that spread disinformation. Straight from the horse's mouth. Doctors and Lagging medical professionals connect, uh, to connected. Yeah, that seems very concerning to me because I know I already said this a couple times, but I want to know who defines problematic. I want to know. I think it's absolute what, unit. Absolute. Interesting. For the yeah, whole nation. Absolute unit is a fairly, a fairly intelligent person. So I, I mean, whatever he defines it, might actually well, seems like anything against their agenda, really. Well, yeah, that's probably, she, yeah. She introduced another word that's kind of scary, and it's called disinformation. Disinformation. You know? What's the difference? I mean, my God, they are working closely with the biggest media companies in this country to make sure that problematic speech and disinformation are blocked. And you know what that really means? Problematic is the truth. And disinformation is anything that comes out of the mouth of a Republican or a patriot or a conservative. And it's really starting to get up my disinformation. You know what it draws my attention to, though, is your defund the media shirt. I mean, buy these shirts, people. Defund the media. Like, this is it. We need to defund these jokers. It's true. Oh, by the way, I love wearing this shirt out. Because I've noticed, and this is the truth, I'm walking like down the grocery aisle in Publix, 
and I watch people. They don't look at me. They, they look read at your shirt. the shirt. I love awesome. it. And and one guy just like followed me the whole way, and I'm like, <laughs> and I, I just I wear this only on podcast days, and it yeah. does get washed in between the podcasts. But, <laughs> Who cares? Uh, man, when I do wear this thing out, people really look at it and make comments too. Very cool, very cool. So uh, I just looked up how many users Facebook has. Facebook has 2.89 billion monthly users. And uh, just from, you know, uh, Wikipedia, the most reliable source ever, uh, the Globe has 7.8 billion users. Now, um, the Globe has 7.8 billion users? Oh, sorry. Well, uh, I mean, they kind people. of are. <laughs> so, uh, I feel we are like, in a simulation, so. So I feel like uh, Matrix. with... With all of the with all of the discussion about how great American is and how it's the best country in the world and all this, you know, we have freedom and we are free to say whatever we want. But the White House is not only censoring us and we're telling everyone how great we are, but like we're censoring ourselves and we're censoring everyone. Why why would anyone want to come to our country when we're censoring them and they don't even live in our country? Because the White House, if they're if they're censoring problematic Facebook posts, it's not only. For American users, it's going to be for global users. So that's a good point, right? What's what's so great about a country that's censoring you when you don't even live here? Well, but here's kind of my issue: is like we are do the U.S. is starting to do this, but we're still like less censored than basically every other country out there. Like this is the last stand. Right. It's the last stand for free speech. Right. Well, I mean, well, like, this might be true, but there are countries. Surely there are countries that are good to go Don't to. Don't call me Shirley. Shirley? Shirley? Don't call me Shirley. Surely there are countries that aren't, you know, going out of their way to censor non-citizens. And we're, we're, we're taking that leap to go censor other people. They're, which, not, they're not worth it. We, we are the number one country on the face of the earth. Everybody hates the United States. That's the bottom one. And I'll tell you another interesting theory of mine I think that the whole thing was staged. Biden, uh, uh, Zuckerberg knew that Biden was going to get up and say, these guys are messing with us and putting out disinformation to make them look like a viable and trustworthy media source when they've been in bed like two whores ever since Biden got in office. And I just think it's absolutely ridiculous. It was all staged out. And so now, oh, Maybe we can find some truth on Facebook. No, you can't, and you never could, and it's not going to change. It was all a big game, and they're playing it out. Yeah, well, to me, Facebook is a place where you should be able to go and say whatever you want. You should be able to go and say things that you know are true or are false. You should be able to say, well, sure. You should go. You should be able to go lie and say whatever. Yeah, you, you know, should whatever be able you to say, say. Like, we landed on the moon if you want to. Yeah, and I mean, knowing you, that didn't happen. You know, people. <laughs> you you know, people go on Facebook and say. Total lies, but they're not going to be censored unless it's a total lie about COVID-19, about something that is, you know, not believed by the current oh, White House. Don't forget disinformation. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, you can go Mm-mm. lie about things that are actually important and they're not going to be censored. They're going to be teaching our kids like a class where they learn like the definition of disinformation and the definition of misinformation. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So there's some analysis out there from Mark K. I believe he's a conservative commentator, but let's hear I what Mark has to yeah, say. Let's check that out. Yesterday, <laughs> yesterday, Jen Psaki, White House press secretary for Biden, uh, she came out and she basically said that the Joe Biden administration is now working, and they're very proud of it. They're not even hiding it. That's the other thing. In the old days, sure, if some president wanted to do something that wasn't really on the up and up or suppressed your freedoms of speech or freedom of the press or anything else, they pretty much kept a lid on it. You know, I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm just saying they didn't call a press conference and tell everybody in the entire world, Fox News, The Washington Post, CNN, ABC, they didn't tell everybody in the press briefing room, hey, here's what we're doing now. We are actively working to subvert the media in this country. And much like China, much like Cuba, much like Russia, we want to control what information gets out and what information doesn't. Amen. Here's what Jen Psaki told the world yesterday. The we know that this is going to happen. Doesn't matter whether it's a Democratic or a Republic, uh, you know, uh, whatever running the, the White House. We know what's going to happen. But he he is right. Like, why are you so proud to go and 
just blurt it out to everyone. Why? Why is that something to be prideful of? I don't understand that. Look, happening you, now. You desensitize people. You tell the big lie long enough, and they'll believe it. And like Khrushchev said back in the '60s, America will make the rope that they hang themselves with. We'll never be overtaken by another power. Never. We're too militarily strong. It's coming from within. This is top-level stuff for adults. But guess what's creeping into our schools? Critical race theory. They are telling our children how to think, not what to think. They're remaking the whole perspective. Can you imagine that? I mean, it's absolutely shocking. And if you're more emboldened with it, people go, oh, well, I guess it's okay. Maybe there is some subversive disinformation out there that I need to know about. No, I haven't actually done the research. Cabinet? Cabinets or no cabinets? I haven't done the research on this myself, but I would be curious to see what the connections are between a country that is actively brainwashing people, which is essentially what we're doing. Which is this country? I I want to see, like, like, um, in in history, times past, connections between uh, actively brainwashed individuals so real quick real quick real quick do you know how like i've got several books on brainwashing and the real don't look at me like that (laughs) so brainwashing works by you demoralize a population yeah (laughs) have we ever been more demoralized well that's what i'm saying people get so depressed then they they get to this breaking point and then you shove these new ideas in their head yeah, and now I mean it's like textbook. It's like a scientific process. That's what I'm saying. I haven't. I, I mean, I I don't have a master's in brainwashing, but from the little bits that I know, I mean, it really it really seems like that's what's happening. And and whether whether or not that is what is attempting to be done, that is. I mean, I'm sure there are tons. <laughs> uh, there are tons of connections that could be drawn between the two. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Jerry. I mean, like this is. We have been living in a psychological operation for the last n number of years. Oh yeah, in being oh, greater than yeah. forty. <laughs> Is it time to move on? Yeah, we got a video from Joe Biden. That I oh to watch boy! Real quick, oh so. my bro, Biden. That's my president. And, and it's That's related spelled to this matter. B-U-Y-D-E-N. What's your message to platforms like Facebook? They're killing people. I mean, it really felt, look. The only pandemic we have is among the unvaccinated, and, that, and, they're, and they're killing people. If the only pandemic we have is the unvaccinated, why am I wearing a mask at work yeah, now? that's a good question. I'm wondering that myself. Why are kids, like, why are kids putting on masks at school, public schools? Oh, yeah. Didn't again? that just happen here in Huntsville? They just announced, it. and, like, the private yep. school phone lines are, like, blazing. Yeah, and that's happening. But they're already packed anyways. Back, at, back in uh, Murfreesboro, my hometown. They, uh, all students, all faculty, if you're not wearing a mask, you're not in the building. Mm-hmm. I mean, how, how, why are we, why are we vaccinated? Some people vaccinated and, and wearing masks. If what he just said was the only pandemic is against the unvaccinated. Those, those don't match up. I'm a pandemic. Oh, you're unvaccinated. I'm a human pandemic. I'm vaccinated. I love my vaccine. Oh. <sighs> You need to get a third vaccine to protect against the Delta variant. That's what I saw. No, I don't like that one because it it does funny things to you. The, the first one, it made me feel strong. So so let's talk about, I might be getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, but let's talk about how the free speech forum has facilitated like some truth to get out there. Um do we got another video first? Yeah, we've got we one more that? video that was interesting where Facebook responds. Um, All right. Yeah. To Joe let's Biden. hear their script. Yeah. Well, Leslie, Facebook is hitting back and calling on the administration to stop finger pointing. Facebook's VP of Integrity, Guy Rosen, writing in a blog post that Facebook is not the reason that the administration missed its goal of vaccinating 70 percent of Americans by July 4th. Facebook saying vaccine hesitancy among its users has declined with vaccine acceptance among U.S. users. The social platform growing from 70 percent in January to 85 percent now saying they either have been vaccinated or want to be vaccinated. Facebook explaining how they've been playing defense, pulling down a total of 18 million instances of COVID-19 misinformation. They've And what, and what is misinformation? The right truth. There? I like that they have a they have a, a metric called vaccine. 
vaccine hesitancy. Well, <laughs> you know, what's really interesting, what losers. <laughs> on one of the videos we had posted, this is not a true vaccine. This is DNA replicant material that's being injected in you. It can't prevent you from getting the virus. Its goal is to lessen the symptoms. A true vaccine takes a portion of the actual pathogen and injects it into your blood to do one thing, to let the most powerful force in your body take over, and that's your antibodies. And that's why we're still alive on this earth after we've been through every damn thing. But what they're doing now is they're messing with your DNA. And we're going to get into that with a couple of our stories about what's happened to people that we know that have gotten this shot and it's changed their life. And I think the current number now, over 77,000 people have died directly from the injection. And one more thing, with children under six years old, the ones out of uh, 17 million uh, there was 460-something cases of one, those kids getting COVID. Only one of them died, and they said it's a statistical zero. So masking up elementary kids is total BS. It doesn't cut it. I'm sorry, Bob, but I'm going to have to flag your statement as misinformation or disinformation. Gee. Which I'm one? Sorry. We're going to have to flag that. <laughs> We don't flag statements on the free speech forum. It's not our business. However, I would like to flag everything that comes out of the government as disinformation. Officially been yeah. flagged by the freespeechforum.com. Yeah. It yeah. feels like the The White government House put is this. disinformation. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I was just gonna say it feels like the White House put this on a silver platter for the free speech right. forum. I, I hey, know that's what I was like, this but, is really wonderful. Like, but, but, but like re- push this on. Like One thing I want to tell the people that are watching the podcast out there, these numbers I've just been throwing out, I got from a, a beautiful video that's posted on the free speech forum. Uh, I've looked for stuff like this, and I can't find it. And I was on the forum today, and I found two different videos that were just riveting. And one from a doctor out of Houston. Uh, hi, really high uh, pathogenous doctor, uh, and he was just ripping apart the whole vaccine scenario, and he said it's always been about the vaccine, the control. Pfizer alone made $7.2 billion off the first round, Mm. and the vaccine is already petering out, so let's tee up the ball and make another $20 billion. Well, see, I think another thing that's super cool about the forum is you have we have people discussing their real life situations. Exactly, you know? that's truth. Like right. because we're not going to delete their posts. You know, we're going to let it get out there. So like we have people discussing real life situations with friends and family members that have taken the vaccine. It's like there's a post. What does it say? Please share any cases of friends, family who yeah. got the shot and are now dealing with health issues. Just as like a. Uh, like a canvas uh, on the forum. Yeah, and these are actual cases of people and family members on the forum dealing with adverse effects and sometimes life-threatening effects of the vaccine. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I'm... Oh, thank you. Yeah. Look at that Ooh, beautiful man, website. That, that is crisp, crispy. Oh, see, please share any cases of friends and family who got the shot and are now dealing with health issues. That's our boy Viking who made this thread. There's mm. old Cletus. So, yeah, his father-in-law was admitted this afternoon, shortness of breath, low blood CO2. Um, that was from the Moderna, right? Moderna vaccine? Yeah, and he's currently on oxygen and I no think, prognosis or diagnosis at the point. He later updated us as well. So yeah. he got the shot in February. And it, does he have COVID or is, is he uh, not have symptoms? Well, he says now that um, his father-in-law will be in the hospital for at least two days, and he's on oxygen and blood thinners for multiple clots in both lungs. Still no word on the underlying cause. Wow. Thank you for all the prayers. Wow, yeah, prayers, Cletus. I hope he gets better. Well, we know what the underlying clause is on that one. Mm. It's sure not COVID doing that to him. It's the vaccine. So, yeah, obviously you guys know that I have um, the Moderna vaccine, and I do, um, I got both shots. I'm quote-unquote fully vaccinated. So I got vaccinated not because, not specifically because I just, I feel like it's better. I got vaccinated really because I know guaranteed 
There's no way. I mean, there's just I'm gonna have to get it if I want to live my life in the future. They're gonna make me have it. In my opinion, that's that's what I think. This is our cuck update. Well, that was BS now. Well, because you still get to wear a mask every day. Well, yeah. I mean, I I think ultimately going forward, there are gonna be things that I'm not gonna be able to do. I didn't even threaten that. Yeah, I understand your stance, Jerry. Like, yeah. But you know, this is this isn't about that. Because there there's more reasons why I got it, but this is not about why I got it. So. Obviously, I'm still here. I'm standing. I'm breathing fine. My oxygen levels are great. No, nothing came of it. But, I mean, this thread, it really does show that people are having issues. And just today, uh, I was talking to someone at work, and I can't remember who it was, but one of, was it his family member or, or a friend? Someone is on oxygen and needs might be on oxygen for the rest of that person's life. Yes. I mean, there are things that are happening to people. I'm not a doctor. I don't know why. There is a lot of coincidental, oh, nothing was wrong with me, but now something is. Oh, yeah, there's definitely a lot of that. And that's when you have something that you're injecting the entire population with, you want to inject the entire world with. Yeah. That's not that's not good. And again, this segment's not to bash or even discuss the vaccine. We just want to talk about how we there there needs to be an online venue forum for people to have a discussion while without being flagged for information yeah, or misinformation. Yeah, you should you because should be able to just straight up go and say, "Hey, look, I got the vaccine and I feel terrible." How many times do we have like news stories or government statements where they put something out there and then like months later it's like, "Oh, we have to retract or backtrack on what we said." Like, yeah, I mean, uh, you should, you know, I saw something. The best thing is think about cigarettes like 40 years ago, or I have no time reference, but you know, there used to be all these advertisements about cigarettes. Yeah, even like, the, even doctor, the 90s. four out of five doctors approve camels because they have filters. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. like, look how ludicrous that is now. Like, yeah. that was like, you know, and, and so and things change, you know, what once you, you, you're missing a piece of the puzzle when when you can put that piece together it'll it'll you know match the rest of it you know it might be just one bridge that's cl- when you can rebuild the bridge and walk across you see everything else that you didn't know in the past yeah i mean it'll totally there are things that you you don't know now and you can know in the future and well you know the video i was uh, referencing that's on the free speech forum the doctor he's from uh, norway i believe highly respected man he has his own website i but the URL, you can find it on the spot. But as I watched the video today, he said something very interesting. He said, "You, we should have released a vaccine prior to it even being in the United States. He said, what the big mix-up, the big problem, he said it should be stopped immediately because we're giving vaccines to people in the middle of a pandemic. And they get it, or they've already got it. They get the vaccine. And he said, the vaccine immediately goes to work to find a way around it. And he said, that's what's created this 19 variant or whatever the hell it is. But yet, here we go. We're going to go with another one. And it's just going to continue to compound the problem. I honestly hope they shut everything down and the stock market crashes because then I'll make a killing and I'll never have to go to work again. (laughs) But, yeah, John, back to what you were saying. I mean, this this is not even about the vaccine. This is just sheerly about the fact that we want to be able to Don't call talk. me Shirley. This was just a timely example. We just really want to be able to talk about what we want to talk about right. and not have to be muted. Not I mean, that's that's really what it comes down to. Come to the free speech forum. Right, yeah. yeah. And uh, don't post porn. You know, we, we want the site. We want people to be able to enjoy the site from work. But, you know, everything else is fair game. You know, we've had some people come in there and be like, you know, Bob hates this Racist guy. or yeah. whatever. But, see, I was really proud of the forum because everybody on the forum shamed the people who've tried to come in and be just, like, <laughs> obnoxiously racist. And they, the, the forum shut them down. straight off the forum. The as, forum users As rude and as crude as our forum can be, when things really matter, you know, the forum has stood up to, uh, to I guess, uh, absurdity. or. I think we could call it a collective sense of decency. Right. And respect for human morals. life. With, with, morals. With plenty yes. of indecency mixed in for fun. Well, it really is a great know, group of people. Yeah. It's a family. We can, we can still have comedy and not be called racist. And this, uh, this whole, you know... Defund the media, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, everything. Oh, co- oh, you mix in defund the media with those guys, I, Well, Bob. I mean, defund excuse the me there, but the comedians are out of work, man. Yeah. 
They, they, they're not getting it, gigs anymore. That's why they call it clown world. You know? it's We live in clown world, and so that's why... They're racist if you, they tell a funny joke. You might as well just become a clown. You know, if you want to live in clown world, you got to be a clown. And so that's why I just live in my imagination all the time. Like, I don't you care about... You have one of those? Yeah, I don't care about reality one bit. You I know. want to live in your head rent-free. I like Ooh, that. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a fun place. Bite me on over. Yeah. We can, we can do some... Telep- telepathy later. Telopia later? Yeah. It's where you do mind shares. Oh, and mind merges. That's, that sounds fantastic. Yeah, I went to Bass Pro Shop earlier. Or get Cabela's. some tilapia? I was at Cabela's the other day, too. Anyway. I, I wanted to read one more example from the forum, because I just felt like this is information that should be shared. Let's hear there. it. So, Sanction wrote, uh, my wife had the, ja- had the jabs when they first became available. She's a healthcare professional. Uh, she's 51 years old and no serious pre-existing conditions. Two days after the second jab, she had an eye exam. Her blood pressure was 206 over 130. She had never had high blood pressure until this point. Man, that's high. Yeah, hmm. hope for the best for your wife, Sanction. I mean, yeah, for real. thanks for sharing the information, too, though. I mean, it's, it's good information that's allowed to be shared, you know, and not flagged as disinformation. Right. Well, so, uh, Bob, would you mind letting us know what this is? Well, this is my good friend, Albert Einstein. We're almost the same age, but he just didn't hang around as long as I did. But this is one of my favorite quotes, and I invoke it often when I don't have anything better to say because it usually shuts people up. But the difference between stupidity and genius is that genius has its limits. And boy, is that ever true. So you're telling me that you can actually be stupider than full-blown retard? Absolutely. Like it goes lower than that? <laughs> well, and then there's another one that's like... How about you look at yourself? Well, no, <laughs> ignorance. <laughs> Sorry about that, anybody. Not. Hey, this is Music Option 2. John's favorite song. Me and my girls love this song. Uh, 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 I feel like I'm at the Super Bowl. Me and my girls love this. See, Jerry knows. I said, That's embarrassing. I man, you're you're blinded by the I light, bro. Too. I mean, that's such a great song. Yeah, we actually. I think we. Did need you to... see him touch me? He touched me. Yeah. He I'm... grabbed my so arm. It's a good the... thing you've been vaccinated. You got to by. feel his touch. <laughs> I'm glad I'm at this other oh. table right now. My girlfriend has been out of the country for a little while. I'm needing a little bit of human <laughs> interaction. I don't want to step in as a surrogate or anything. But keep your hands to yourself, boy. <laughs> Could you just please Damn. put this outfit on right here? <laughs> It's a defund the media lingerie I, set. FaceTime right, only goes look, so far. I got a price. How much you're offering, huh? You show me the money. Everybody's Listen, got a price. I don't, show me the money. I don't pay for that. Speaking right. of everybody has a price, did, real quick, I know we need to move to the next segment, but some lady sold a non-fungible token like a cryptocurrency for $250,000. Her name is like Marta. And there's a thread on it, like meet Marta or something. She showed she sold a cryptocurrency that's her love and a date for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. So you can take this and go wow. on a date with her. Yeah, like good on her. She wait, it, what if she called else? it her like digital love or something? So, so I forgot even how we paid got, that much for that. Wow! If someone sells that well, to someone else, it could be two hundred fifty-one thousand. Oh, fantastic! All right, so that's pocket I forgot change. even how we got there. To Elon Musk. He probably bought it. Well, so yeah. um, our uh, our next topic, this is going to be very interesting. We want to run a rental empire, and we know someone that is running a rental empire here in our city. He's huge. Big he, John. And by huge, we, we don't mean, you know, anything offensive. We're not spelling big. it with okay. a Y. Enormous. I'm a big boy. That's okay. Huge. Huge. So, John, you own a bunch of houses. Yeah, so I actually read this. I book. wasn't ready for you. Oh, sorry. I was about to say, don't, <laughs> don't, you know, don't shame me or anything. I'm a little bit, you know, low on funds right now, so I can't go and buy ten houses. But uh, 
I know you're a little better. Than yeah. me. Well, I lost my disposable income stream for some reason. But <laughs> anyway, if you, if you got a rental empire out there at YouTube, please chat. Exactly. Yeah. It. Yeah. All four people on there, and no. three of them are us. <laughs> That's cool. John, though, tell me, catch. tell me about, uh, me tell me about you this. lie. So, um, when I was eight years old, I actually read this book called Real Estate Investing for Dummies, and uh, I mean, I just always wanted to do it. So, um. I so bought when you turned eighteen, you found a you know a partner, and uh, I was having a pretty bad drug problem when I was eighteen. <laughs> but but when I finally you know got going and had enough money in life to buy a house, I bought a house knowing when I bought it that I was going to move out of that house and rent it and buy another house because mainly that's what my cousin did, and we were always competing, and I I had to keep up with him so. This wasn't about money. This was about competition. Exactly. This yeah. was not about becoming rich. Oh, it's this I was got, about having man, more houses. Yeah, Todd. <laughs> y'all, yeah, y'all have met Todd once or twice. Like we used to compete about everything, and then finally we reached a point like where we don't compete. We actually work together now. But well, that's cute. That's really what started it. Have so, you? It, what? I, you know, I've known people that have done this. What percentage of your total rental houses? Uh, become a chronic problem or are you constantly somebody's picking up hey john the air conditioner's not working or hey uh, i've got a leak on my windowsill i mean could you give us the dark side of this is there much of that all right so um we have seven houses and we have one house that we bought at an auction we bought it at an auction in like march of last year and like that was when everybody was paralyzed by COVID. So we got an incredible oh, wow. deal on this house. And it's actually commercial property. Like, it's going to be commercial. So long term, we're going to be fine. But we replaced, uh, yeah, two or two HVACs on this house in the last year. Oh, wow. uh, was they, that 10 grand? We had, to replace, grand? we had to replace the entire septic system they had to like dig septic lines out there whoa we probably dropped like twenty five thousand into this house over over the last year however um see they people want taco bell live i mean like we we're gonna get this up i'm sorry this is all my fault blame me we're gonna whoop your ass after the show this is my fault so will loves taco bell live yeah so uh um oh that's our boy will yeah. what up will i used to <laughs> i don't know like for some reason i don't work out there anymore but uh so we got a we got a commercial last house but yeah it's been a freaking nightmare it's almost like hysterical like how much stuff is broke on this house so this see, isn't normal though no this is not normal this has been the only house i mean it was in pretty bad shape and we were buying it for like long-term hold like we play we paid residential price but it's commercial property, so it's worth like five or six times what we paid for it. Mm, so wow. I mean, like long term, you know, it's not a big deal. They're they're selling properties on the street like million dollar for one point five acres, and Jeez. you know this is on one point seven acres. Um, but because it was COVID, you know, we got to buy it at a discounted rate because it kind of is residential property right now. But yeah, it's been a freaking nightmare. However. The good thing about being a rental that doing this is these are all tax deductions. So everything we pay, you know, yeah, we pay it, but that money goes into maintaining the house, but it also brings down our taxable income, you know. And so that's the cool thing about real estate is that so many facets that you can, you know, improve your financial status. Yeah. yeah, and so, one out of seven is not very bad either. One out of seven. And, and the reason is, like, we, we kind of knew going in, like, this house was in bad shape. You How know, about so. your people that you allow to rent? Do you kind of run them through the ringer, do a background check, make sure it's not going to turn into a drug house? Or? So so I think that the one thing that separates a lot of – you have a lot of people who try and they have, like, a couple rental houses and do it on their own. But uh, the way to take it to the next level in rentals – is you need a management company that you trust because they do all the work for you. You know, they screen, they take 10%, you know, of the rent, but man, it is so worth it. They screen all the renters. They make sure they have good credit scores, good rental history. There you go. They handle okay. all the, uh, they handle all the repairs, you know? So 
all we do is just be like, yeah, pay it, you know, or let's get another quote. Good or, deal. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's a very passive thing, you know. So, so there are companies that just specialize in screening renters for people like you that invest in homes and not commercial? Well, they a lot of times it's like Rosenblum Realty. That's who we use. They're just regular real estate companies. Well, that's true. But they have a division that does property cool. management. And there's right. another. There's a couple in town that, that do property management. And they, they do everything. Man, they, that's they, nice. They get House management. Yeah, and yep. so it's like so many people, they get into rentals and – they try and like manage their property themselves. And if you're trying to manage your property yourself and you have like a full time job, you're going to cap yourself at like two properties. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, um, well, good, now good. you're, you're clearly much further along in your life and career than me, but uh, coincidentally, I don't have a job anymore. Oh, my bad. So coincidentally, <laughs> you or and I kind of had the same idea and I want to go into to, to rental uh, houses as well. And so, you know, when you still had a job, we hmm. talked about this. Yeah, yeah. And um, we obviously bounce bounce ideas back off. And you you have experience. And one thing that you told me about uh, um, real estate management companies is something that I never considered. And some of it actually pay it actually pays off for you because when you have tenants that leave, you yourself might take two months to find a tenant. They might take one month to find a tenant. Or yeah. so. That immediately to is money. Those funds. Yeah, that immediately is funds that you would not have had, and it goes even deeper than that. If if the toilet backs up and you can't get to it, they just <laughs> well, no, they call their plumber in, and it, what you said yeah. is there's a discount. Right. You would you would have paid a hundred percent. They paid seventy five percent. And they, they just always ha- use that same and, plumber. And they keep your accounting for you too. Yeah. So it's like they basically handle our books as part of it. You know. So so you're you're paying this rental management company and of. Of course, I haven't run the numbers because I don't have a rental empire, but I just, you know, just thinking about it logistically, it actually pays for itself. Or if it doesn't, I will. If it doesn't pay for itself, it comes, you know, it probably comes close to it if you get the right, if you get the right, uh, you know, piece of real estate, the right tenants. Because, you know, if if you're renting a house for a thousand dollars a month to make numbers easy, they take a hundred dollars of it. But how much does a plumber cost? You know, it, it, you might save a hundred dollars just calling a plumber. In. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's all, they also help you on removing uh, people that aren't paying, right? They're well schooled on what it takes to get get people out of the house. Out. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Italia the, brothers with their baseball bats. I've used yeah. them before. Don't they? All, they have a right to stay in that home for like what three to six months? What it's is, I think like forty five days. Okay. There's like a but see. That's if you're by the book on eviction process. So it's like you have 15 you have like 15 days after they don't pay their rent to send a letter. And then after that that letter has to be very specific, you know, you have 30 days and then on the 45th day from when they didn't pay rent, you know, the cops can show up and pull them out. Right. But see they know the whole process. They're they already well They already have attorneys, you know, everything like that lined up to handle that. Yeah, the uh, the company, a real estate management company, they they know things that you don't know. You can own seven houses, and they can still they, know more than you. How many houses do they own? That is the that is the one of the biggest keys I've found about business in general. Even like with the free speech forum, is you find people who specialize in doing those things, and you you find people that are that are active, you know, go getters that specialize in doing things. And let them do it. The thing is, who cares if it's an expense because they're going to do it way better than you, right? Way faster than you. Don't and be you too build prideful. Relationships with, right? Don't be too prideful. I mean, you can, Someone always knows more. You can than do you. it all yourself, yep. you know. But but you're 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 never going to be able to break through the next level. Someone yeah. always is going to know more than you, and if they know more than you, they can be more efficient than you. They and. In this case, they're going to spend less money than you, and that means you're going to ultimately be spending less money. When, when when there's a bill that needs to be paid, they just forward it on to you. Well, it's kind of like building the website, for example. It's like, you know, me and Madison could have built the website on our own, you mm-hmm. know, and it would have been pretty cool. It would have been functionally cool and and good, but it would have looked bad. It would have not been artistically sound, you know. Yeah. But it, see, it wouldn't have all that built-in functionality. But see, functionality. me, me, three or four years ago would have done it ourselves. But see, now I know, and so I call the best in the business, Sam, signofsam.com, and he builds this. Not only is it functional, but beautiful site. Yeah, and, really and when you is. look at like how much time we would have spent doing it, it I mean, 
So worth every basically, penny. yeah. My one of my big secrets. Uh, we should have had like a PowerPoint. Big secret <laughs> number one: get a management company. Yeah. So um, obviously, I feel like COVID has screwed this over for me. This plan of mine because real estate has skyrocketed here in this city, and I think in a bunch of cities. But by the end of 2021, I wanted to have a second home. Maybe one that I just straight out rented. I did it a little bit differently, but I wanted to have a second home that I rented. And it looks like that's probably not going to happen because real estate has just like, it's just gone way, way high. But uh, are you actively looking for real estate currently or, or, or right now? Or are you paused, on hold, not going to buy Absolutely not looking right now. No, yeah. we're, we're sitting on what we got. And um, the good thing about all you guys and all of us here is um, – the free speech forum is going to be a multi-billion dollar company. And so it's like, yeah, everything else is just kind of like peanuts <laughs> for now. So, um, uh, I had a question for you. Let's if, hear it. If we can transition a little bit, but so if I wanted to buy a potential home, how much do I need to put down to buy a home? Would you recommend? So, all right. What so it it specifically rental so, and so investment with, property. with an investment property, you need to put down 20%. With an investment property. Okay. That's why the way that I started is you buy your own home because then you only put 3.5% down. It's not an investment. It's right. A, you buy your own homestead. home. You live there for a couple years. You move out, and then you can buy another of your own home for 3.5% down, and you move out. And then you buy, so, you know, basically what you're saying is you never buy an investment property. You always buy a well, homestead. And then once you, have the, mortgage, like you up, have the mortgage, like up to a certain point, you know, you do kind of get in because well, it to becomes too much of a pain in the ass. And to, you, to you don't want to be living yourself in like a, a rental yeah. house quality property. Obviously, you don't, you don't want to move every single year when you <laughs> yeah. buy a new house. But, but it's that's a good a, way to get started. Because when you take the mortgage, you take the mortgage not uh you take you know a 30-year mortgage and it's a fixed rate they're not gonna say oh wait it's now an investment yeah money's so cheap (laughs) yeah money's so cheap right now and i'm like borrowing as much money as people lend me the other and like stashing it in the bank (laughs) the other thing is that when you buy a home for your homestead you're going to be getting a a smaller interest rate if you buy a home as an investment property you're looking at a little bit more but it's only like a quarter half percent you know the I mean, big the big difference with investment properties is just that you got to put twenty percent down. Yeah, and so this is another like very important thing about uh, rental investing is you look at the amount of money you have to put down and how much money can how much yield can you get out of that money? You know, it's just yeah. the cap rate. Cap country. rate. So the whole thing about investing and making money is like how much percentage can I get out of my dollars over this year? You know. And, you know, the stock market averages with investment and uh, um, I got distracted by Will over there again. The stock market average over forever, they say, is like 7%, you know, 7% yield. And the stock market's considered kind of like the risky investment, you know. Mm -hmm. But my cousin and I, I mean, we, with investment properties where we have to put 20% down, before real estate blew up, we were looking at like 18 to 20% yield. And so what yield is, yield is your cash flow. And so it's basically, I'm going to put $20,000 up as my down payment, but I cash flow $400 a month. You know, I'm I'm not, that might not be 18%, but so, so $400 times 12 divided by 20,000 is my yield on that investment. That means in five years, that $20,000 is going to be paid for, you know, or, you know, if it was 20%. Yeah, but, and see, and see, that's when you look at, if you're only putting three and a half percent down, oh, you gosh, know, if you're only yeah, putting, you know, $4,000 down and it, you're yielding, you're a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's a hundred percent. Yeah. You're point. yielding massive amounts, but see cash flow is just one aspect, you know? So, we pay a management company, you know, 10%. That brings down our cash flow. That brings down our yield. But we have that in the calculation, you know, like we know that that's going to be an expense for us. But see, here's the other thing. Cash flow is only one thing, how much money you're making, but like the taxes, the the tax benefits. So like that 10% rent we pay to the management company, that's a tax expense. Brings down taxable income, you know. Not only that, the properties appreciate, you know. Oh, yeah. So we own seven houses, 
before the real estate market went nuts. And we had, you know, plenty of equity in our houses, but now we have so much more equity because these houses have appreciated in value. I mean, if, it, so if each have, house only appreciated $20,000, that's a plus $140,000 in 12 months. You did absolutely, ab- nothing. absolutely nothing. You yeah. sat there and did nothing. So, yeah, I mean, we, we've made big money in appreciation in just by sitting here. But so, so tax benefits, appreciation, and the other thing is every month somebody's paying your mortgage down. Oh, gosh, so it's yeah. like when you look at it, it's just ridiculous amount of money in re- in rental, you know, yeah. in – investing in rentals but you just have to be you have to be it's, smart it's a it's it's a i mean it's just another investment opportunity and it's probably a little bit more difficult in the stock market because you have to know things but it's i mean it's it's do you do you have to have a renter in place to be able to remove that debt from from you personally yeah so if if you want to uh let's see when i bought my first house i didn't have you know a huge income i didn't have enough income living in my first house to be buying a second house. But I went to my banker and uh, he said, if you can get a rental agreement signed, we won't have to count the debt of this house against you. Oh, wow. And so, and I'll tell you another, <laughs> this is another thing about getting relationships with people. You know, you buy these things and you get your banker. You like have a banker that you can call. Right. And like our banker called us last year and he's like, Hey, you guys need to refinance your houses right now. Cash back refinance. Mm-hmm. And he called us and we save, we refinanced all of our rental properties at like three and a half percent interest. We pulled out, you know, like $50,000 and our payments went down on all the houses. So, mm, and just because our banker called us, you know, and uh, that's not something that my mortgage company Cause he's do. looking out for us. Yeah. And I mean, uh, you get people and man, uh, the more money that you loan, and as long as you're paying off your bills, the more money bankers, bankers like people that lo- that take loans and you know don't default. So oh, yeah. you They'll give you LLC. more and more money. You need an LLC, right, as well. Okay, so the thing about LLCs is LLCs is just liability protection, but with a rental property, you with renting houses to people, you really want an LLC. Because if somebody like burns their hand on the stove in your rental house and you don't have an LLC, they can sue you and your family directly. Right. Don't want to you, lose your house because somebody if you put have their an, hand on the stove. Now, I mean, you know, they would have to win a suit against you, but right. you would be defending yourself. Right. But if you have an LLC, all they can do is they can all they can do is sue the LLC. As long as your LLC's capitalized, you know, but that's that's kind of a different conversation. But yeah. With rental property, you want an LLC, and uh, it protects you as an individual, your own assets. Well, that's a fantastic conversation. Thank you, John. That is a lot lot of insight. I really love real estate, and I mean, it's just like we have to – we have to do it, and it's kind of funny. Do we need to wrap up? Oh, we got our advertisement here. Yeah, we got oh, an ad. Oh, whoa, yeah. Pixel yeah. Joe's Photography and Video LLC. There's that word again. But oh, I, yeah. love, so, I love uh, his tagline. I was going to try and bang my toe and sue Joe after this. But. The tagline for <laughs> Joe is making memories last and businesses grow. And uh, he is the number one place for photography, podcasts, meetings, and events in Huntsville. And it says here he's our good friend, but I really see Joe as more as a partner. Uh, he's done so much to help us, kind of like you're talking about the banker there, John. He'll pick up yep. the phone and call you when I something's mean, going example, down. Yeah. And, I like to call him uh, Pixel Bro. I wish Pixel everybody bro. could see that we're sitting here just in one room of this media complex that he's put together uh, with infinity backgrounds and uh, meeting sp- room space, modern technology where you can write with your finger and it shows up on a board and make up room and just it's a it's something you would expect to find in uh, Atlanta or Nashville but certainly not here. It really is. So, building. Um, I just want to give Joe a big thank you for helping us make these podcasts what they are because if it wasn't for him we wouldn't be sitting here right now. Yeah, so I mean, thank you, Joe. Yeah, yeah thank you're you. the man, bro. And he's he's continued to improve the set. You know, as Absolutely. we grow, he grows too. You know, and as we make money, he makes money. You know, yeah. it's, it's a it's a very symbiotic relationship. 
Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, that was a fantastic podcast. You guys, fantastic insight. Thank you guys for showing up. If you showed up, Yo. if you didn't show up, thank you for watching the VOD. Man, Will, I'm so pumped Will showed up. Like, exactly. Awesome. Definitely. I, was about thank to, you. I was about to get Will doing all kinds of like FPGA stuff, and then <laughs> uh, that's all right, you know. We're, we're, once the free speech forum is a billion dollars, we're going to be building our own technology. So. <laughs> yeah, anyone that Catch is... On. Oh, what were you saying? Oh, just... Oh, well, I was about to say, anyone, I know I mentioned the beginning, but if you haven't or if you skipped through, guys, make sure to give this video a thumbs up. Please, make sure to subscribe. Yeah, Help us. Share this with your friends. This is, I mean, we are like, we're growing. We're, we're going to be huge. And more importantly, join the discussion. Yeah. Join the forum, man. Yes. Come if to freespeechforum.com. Amen. If you guys had anything that you want to talk about, topic one, topic two, go to the forum, post about it. We will Let be there. Let us know. Yeah, yeah. We, we will read. Yeah, you there's know, a thread for the podcast. So. Definitely come there and comment. Topic five. Topic six was. To- How did you guys like topic six? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you very much for showing up. We will see you guys next week. Is it still live or am I calling too yeah, long? We're still live. We're still live. Keep your call going. Keep waving. Can we please turn this off? Oh, hold stop? It. Let me let me do the royal way. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Pixel Joe, this, is, this is what the queen. This is going to be edited out. There's the royal way. No, right it, it lives forever. Look at that. Isn't that beautiful? What about this? Listen. Call. I learned this dance from my good friend Chris Wilson. Well, guys, do this too. I, guess, I guess I got to sit Get here and talk to you here. guys while we figure out this technical difficulty.